Hey, it's Marley from The Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Tuesday, November 29th. So today we do have the moon moving out of Aquarius energy and diving into Pisces energy. We will have the moon go void, of course, at 1.54 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will be locking into Pisces energy at 7.16 p.m. That's right. You may have noticed this is a super long freaking day with the moon being void, of course. Now, reminder, when the moon is void, things get shaky, we get nervous, we get insecure, there are fears, there are doubts, there are mental narratives that come up that are not pleasant. We should not make any decisions, no commitments being made whatsoever. Things are hella anxiety filled. And coming out of the moon being in Aquarius, where we were emotionally detached in order to be the observer and see ourselves, our lives from a different set of eyes, and diving into the over emotional waters of Pisces energy, you best believe that we are going to feel and think of the pros of the cons of everything in between. We are going to build ourselves up, we are going to tear ourselves down, we are just going to be discombobulated all over the place, hella overwhelmed, highly restless, super filled with anxiety, and have a little bit of a cluster F in our headspace in our heart space. Doesn't sound too pleasant. However, what we have to remind ourselves of is that we need days like this of breakdowns of confusion in order to set us up for breakthroughs and clarity. We have 14 different aspects taking place. 10 of them involve the moon. And may I remind you that once we move into the moon being in Pisces energy, we will be building towards the first quarter moon in Pisces that will be taking place early Wednesday morning. So we got a lot of thoughts, a lot of feels, a lot of healing, but a lot of that comes with a great purge, being overwhelmed, overstimulated to the point where we just want to check out, not deal with reality, where we just want to numb and disassociate and go on in la la land. And of course, we cannot do that. We are on the precipice of wrapping November up, jumping into a brand new energy, brand new life lesson with December. We have a very short window of accelerated manifestation that we need to take in a, a well advantage of at this point. And we really don't have the time to sit and cry and whine about life. We have to rapidly move through the not so nice parts in order to transmute that into something lighter that we can heal from. So I know that's a lot, but we are going to start the day off with the moon making a very positive interaction with the sun. Keep in mind that the moon is still in Aries energy at this point. The sun is in Sag energy and what we get with a harmonious interaction between air and fire is a lot of motivation, a lot of inspiration, a lot of positive visuals and insights, epiphanies, if you will, on what it is that we need to let go of and what it is that we need to make more of an effort to 
move closer to. We are definitely in the realm of thinking about our futuristic vision, our dreams, our goals, our ambitions. We are biting off way more than we can chew with this Sag energy. But again, it's up to us to dream the biggest dream possible in Sag energy so that we can bring it back down to earth and clearly refine what is practical and logical and achievable once we move into Capricorn energy. So this particular interaction is definitely going to fuel us up and make us a little bit more inspired to chase a new dream, to chase a new vision. Definitely a positive vibe to start off the day. We continue with that positive vibe with the moon trining Mars, who of course is retrograde in Gemini energy. We get the air on air action between the Aquarius and Gemini energy. And what we're coming up with is some really great ideas, some great inspiration, some great motivations for us to take the great big grand picture of what it is that we want to work towards and actually figure out the tangible, practical steps that can be made in order to align with that direction, with that path. Now, yes, Mars is retrograde which means that we don't have the physical energy or aggression to make the moves out in the external world that we would like. This is a little bit more of a battle of the mental plane and being in Gemini energy, there's always pros and cons, but our job is to find a comfort zone in the middle of those polarized and dualistic choices of extremes. The Aquarius energy has us constantly sorting through our choices, our decisions and pushing the boundaries of what it is that we're comfortable with in order to be innovative, in order to be progressive enough to actually align with a vision and a dream that we're eagerly willing to get to work to actually manifest. Now the moon is going to come up to sit next to conjunct Saturn, who is also in Aquarian energy. This is actually the last aspect that the moon makes with Saturn before going void, of course. Now, typically speaking, when Saturn comes into play, he does kind of put on a little bit of a negative narrative. He does kind of put the weight, the heaviness, the pressure on our shoulders. We are very focused on our roles, on our responsibilities. But in Aquarian energy, we are more focused on the roles and responsibilities that we've outgrown and where it is that we need to kind of wrap these things up, put an ending to some of these cycles so that we can move on into karmic chapters, into new roles and responsibilities where new spiritual life lessons are concerned and realistically where it is that we have to kind of get fine-tuned and get tunnel vision on what it is that we need to build from here. So this is when the moon goes void. The moon is going to make a very awkward interaction with Neptune, who is retrograde in Pisces energy. This is not going to be good for us. We're having a hard time keeping that long-term dream, that long-term vision alive in our heart space, alive in our head space. Even more than that, Neptune is here to kind of foggy up our, I'm going to say, connection with our higher selves, with our intuition. We are starting to tap into the not-so-nice qualities and characteristics of both the Aquarian energy and the Neptune in Pisces. Pisces energy, which is feeling overwhelmed, feeling overstimulated, feeling like you are hella confused, not able to keep a complete thought in your head, not able to feel as strongly as we once did about some of the ideas, the inspirations that we are looking to manifest. Again, may I remind you, it is damn well okay to feel like we are having a little bit of a nervous breakdown, a little bit of a confusion fit because that means that clarity is just around the corner. 
Mercury is going to make a positive interaction with the true note. The true note, of course, is helping us to get on the right path for our soul's mission, our soul's purpose, for our soul's evolvement. Mercury, who is the ruler of the mental plane, ruler of information, ruler of communication, is in Sag energy, which is really pushing our mental capacities to new heights. We are visualizing the new dream the new vision. And with the true node kind of putting in its two cents, we are formulating a strategy that requires the very first baby steps for us to initiate to take in order to align with this new path. The Sag energy is very fiery, very, very big, right? We have big thoughts, big ideas. We also have a lot to say, and we're having a lot to say with no filter. And sometimes that straightforwardness is very much appreciated. Other times it is very standoffish. Lucky for us, if we're put in a position to actually speak our truth and to share our thoughts and ideas with those that need to hear it, this will be a beneficial conversation that allows us to grow to the next level of connection needed, next level of, I'm going to say, alignment needed with the people around us in order for us to all start moving forward at the same time. The moon makes a very awkward interaction with Pluto, the great transformer, and this is definitely when we're going to have a change in thoughts, likely not for the better. And again, Pluto likes to throw us into our pain story, our trauma story, into our shadow self, not to paralyze us, not to scare us, not to keep us beat down, but to hopefully inspire us and motivate us to use that as fuel to the fire for us to push ourselves into a new place of power a new place of authority, a new sense of control over our lives and the changes that we are now willing to make. The moon semi-squares Chiron, though, the wounded healer, and you best believe that this is when the fears and the doubts and the insecurities come out to play. This is when we start tearing ourselves a new a-hole, stripping ourselves down to the absolute bottom of the barrel, and where it is that we just literally start speaking fear into ourselves. All the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, all the you can't do this, you can't do that, all of the these very rigid these very rigid ideas and thoughts of ourselves come in to really ruin the vibe. And as if that wasn't enough, we have Mercury opposing Mars. Mercury is in Sag energy. Mars is retrograde in Gemini energy and Sag and Gemini energy sit across from each other in the Zodiac wheel. What this is going to do is create a whole hell of a lot of nervous tension, nervous anxiety. We may have bottled up anger, resentment, agitation, frustration just on the tip of our tongue. And of course, Mercury being in Sag, we have no filter. We can just spit fire and not think about the consequences or how that message is received. We could be experiencing some technical difficulties in our life. Maybe, you know, our phones are acting up or our emails aren't going through. There are little tiny situations and problems that take place today that just add another layer of frustration that we're trying to hold in until we get to a boiling point where we could just break. You know, there's always that straw, that last straw that breaks the camel's back. And that could really put us in a situation to just speak a lot of verbal vomit. There's a lot of fire energy coming from the Sag energy. There's a lot of fire energy coming from the Mars energy. And of course, you know, Mars is retrograde. So he feels held back and stunted and blocked. And he's angry about that. And in Gemini energy, that's communication. 
That's expression. That's information. That's dialogue. And we can definitely feel that pressure, that urgency, like we're just going to lose our shit. Like we're going to just flip the lid off of our headspace and we're going to lose a lot of steam. And that steam could be very volatile in our words and very agitated, very um, argumentative, very combative, if you will. There's a lot of aggression there with that fire energy and where, you know, Gemini energy is concerned. Mercury rules over Gemini energy and Mars, of course, is in Gemini energy. The way that we let the words come out of our mouth, the tone that we use, the words that we choose to use, they're going to be a very, very straightforward and direct hit. And this could trigger a lot of debate, a lot of controversy, a lot of arguments. Um, it's going to bring a lot of nervousness and anxiety and uh, restlessness to our physical bodies. Um, again, things can get messy, but essentially we need to create a shit show in order to actually clear the air, especially with some people of worth and of value in our lives. Um, but you know, still, we still want to be very, I'm going to say cautiously aware of how dangerous, how hurtful, how sharp our words could be and how much of a mess we could actually create if we do not use the filter that Sagittarius energy typically does not have. So also just keep in mind that Mercury and Mars typically only sit across from one another and enter into this confrontational energy or aspect every two years. And so, you know, if you can think back two years from now, which I know is hard to do, that's why I always recommend to, you know, keep your journals alive and well and keep the moon guides accessible for you to kind of go back and see what was going on for yourself two years ago. But two years ago landed us in the very beginning chapters of this great awakening where information, which is both Mercury and Gemini energy, was coming in so rapidly that it was changing our belief system, which is Sagittarius energy. There's a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of division among the collective and in our own personal lives because of the great awakening and how that information got delivered to us and the delusion and, and I'm going to say illusion of this, you know, quote unquote, pandemic angered a lot of people. And so we're kind of in this situation again, things are evolving, but they're evolving in a way that sometimes we have to create a little bit of a messier situation in order to recognize where it is that we actually have to start in cleaning this mess up. So the moon still in Aquarius energy, still void, of course, makes a very awkward interaction to Jupiter, who is now direct in Pisces energy at those final degrees, who is the ruler over this Sag energy, the Sag season that we're in. And let me just say that this is an opportunity for us to see, especially where we obviously just created this little bit of a shit show between Mercury and Mars, where it is that now we're in a position to actually move on. We're in a position to grow. We're in a position to open our mind space up, our heart space up, to recognize where the pain, the trauma, the suffering has been alive and well for far too long, and where it is now that we're a little bit more willing to do what is needed in order to heal and reconcile certain situations so that we can essentially move on. Now, this opens up the heart space, it opens up the head space, it opens up our opportunities to you know, move forward in life. And then the moon, still very much void, still very much in this Aquarian energy, goes ahead and makes a positive interaction 
with Venus, the goddess of love and beauty and worth and pleasure and money who is in Sagittarius energy. So what we got going on here is this new truth, is this new perspective, this new willingness to let the guards down around our heart space and have these conversations and do what is needed in order to get on the same page so that we can clean up the mess and heal some wounds from the past so that we can get our attention, our energy focused on what it is that we want to be build and create and manifest and pursue and give birth to and bring to life from here, especially where relationships are concerned. So 7.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the moon locking into Pisces energy. It's very dreamy. It's very mystical. It's also hella overwhelming because we pick up on the subtle energies of other people, of our environment, and of the collective's energy. Now, the moon in Pisces wants us to slow down, wants us to relax, wants us to reflect, wants us to move into la la land, wants us to kind of conjure up a new dream, a new vision, wants us to focus on healing. But a lot of the times the aspects, the other aspects that are in play and taking place while the moon is moving through Pisces gives us a sense of urgency, gives us a sense that we should be taking action, gives us a sense that we can't rest, we can't reflect, we have to move forward, we have to do this, we have to do that. So it is going to be a balancing act. Now, when the moon locks into Pisces energy, the very first aspect that we have actually doesn't involve the moon at all. It's between the sun and Saturn. It's a positive interaction, though, so we have that working for us. What happens is, is that the sun is shining a bright light on Saturn, who is the Lord of Karma, who rules over foundations and systems and structures and shows us where, karmically speaking, we are moving on, bossing up to new roles and responsibilities, new life lessons, new chapters in our lives. So here's the thing. The sun in Sag is very optimistic, very confident, wants us to align with our higher self, wants us to have a different perspective, wants us to have a different understanding, a different wisdom, a different knowledge from the spiritual lessons that we just went through. Saturn, of course, ruled over those spiritual lessons because he rules over karma. And he's an Aquarius energy trying to shift us to think about our futuristic realities, our futuristic selves. And in that shine a bright light on what it is that we can be doing to align with that vision, with that dream here and now in our day-to-day lives. And what we get is, yes, maybe a low and slower energy than what the Sag energy would prefer, but we have to go low and slow and kind of take a grounded approach in order for us to do things right, to build the new foundation, build the new routine, build a new system, build the new structure in a safe and secure and stable way that will actually provide a strong enough footing for us to move forward with. Saturn being in Aquarius energy is helping us to analyze where it is that we have to build better boundaries in our life in order to protect our own wants, needs, and desires, and to prevent us from constantly giving up what we know is right for us to do what we think is right for other people or what other people may expect of us, or what we think other people would want us to do, it's time to recognize that the best thing that we can do for ourselves is to make ourselves happy, to align with a meaning and a purpose that makes our heart happy. Because when we are at a sense of peace and comfort and contentment and satisfaction within our own realms, we vibrate at a frequency that flows over to the collective and we start anchoring in the light. And that is the most important journey for us right now. And the sun 
shining its bright light in this Sag energy on the path forward, on the possibilities of the future, on the bigger, broader horizons that await us. Tapping into this Saturn energy that, you know, is ruling over new karmic chapters for us, we really are on the precipice of moving into a brand new direction, a brand new path, a brand new mission, a brand new purpose that not only does good for the greater grander collective, but is doing really good for our individual selves. Now, the moon is going to make a very harmonious aspect with the true note. This is a beautiful, beautiful aspect because it means that we are aligning with our heart space, with our higher self, with our intuition. We're moving into fantasy land in order to conjure up what it is that we actually want to manifest. And we are being gifted with epiphanies, with aha moments, with insight on what it is that we actually want to do for ourselves and moving forward. And in, in doing that, we see where the growth is. Yes, we see the pain, the struggle, the trauma that we've come from. Yes, we see how that has impacted who it is that we are and the path that we're currently standing on. But we also believe in magic. We believe in the realm of possibilities. And right now, we are really tapping into the magic of the cosmos, of the universe. We're really trying to grasp a vision and a dream of what it is that we want for ourselves, what it is that we want to manifest from here. And in that, we are seeing the growth of who it is that we are, who it is that we've become. We are seeing the amount of healing work that we've been able to do. We are seeing what it is that we've been able to achieve. We are seeing what essentially has come to a completion point in order for us to start a brand new chapter. And that is a beautiful thing. The moon makes a very harmonious aspect with Mercury. This is our heart and our head getting on the same page. This is our heart and our head aligning with a new vision, with a new path, with a new direction that is more aligned with our soul space than with our ego space. This is a beautiful time, a beautiful energy for us to talk about our dreams, to talk about what it is we would like to see happen, to talk about our new truth, to talk about our spiritual experiences and the wisdom and the knowledge that we've been able to pluck out because of that hardship. And we're going to wrap the day up with Mercury in Sagittarius energy, sextiling, which is a beautiful, beautiful harmonization of energies with Saturn, the Lord of Karma, who is in Aquarius energy. So let me just say that throughout this day, we've had some highs, we've had a lot of lows, we've been feeling tense, we've been feeling zapped, we've been having a hard time completing a thought. Now is the time where Saturn's going to kick in and bring a lot of logic and practicality to the conversation. Now we're going to be thinking things out in a very logical, practical, methodical type of manner. And this can actually bring a lot of, I'm going to say comfort, stability, safety, security, because we're not bouncing all around. We're actually able to focus on one thing. And we're very, I'm going to say, in, intentful with moving through our thoughts and exploring our feelings because of them. We are taking a, I'm going to say, a down-to-earth approach to a lot of the thoughts, a lot of the ideas, a lot of the narratives, a lot of the emotions that have been feeling a little bit cray-cray and chaotic within us. I feel like this particular energy is going to help us kind of create order out of the chaos. This is going to help us get our to-do list in order, what it is that we have to kind of fix 
or bring an ending to in order to clean the slate and give ourselves a, a brand new, I'm going to say, foundation for us to start building upon when we think about the futuristic goals and visions that we're looking to bring to life. I think that this particular energy is going to help us focus more on the details, which Mercury being in Sag does not want to do. Mercury being in Sag just wants to focus on the end goal, the big dream, the big vision, doesn't really care about how it is that we get there. But Saturn does. Saturn wants us to think about the strategy, think about the calculated moves, think about the details so that we're not missing anything, so that we're taking advantage of every freaking opportunity to make sound decisions, sound judgments, to look at the choices, the possibilities, and actually align with the one that makes the most sense that we gravitate to because our heart space, our head space is in agreement because it makes sense. And if we're provided with an opportunity to have conversations to, you know, clean up the mess that we could have created earlier off in the day, we're taking a much more grounded approach we are looking to speak like no bullshit. We are looking to cut the crap out, to speak very straightforward and direct and to be a little bit more, I'm going to say, confident, a little bit more clear, a little bit more concise with our ideas and with our feelings. We want a constructive conversation. We want to help. We want to progress. We want to help ourselves heal. This is also going to help us take the big dreams, the big ideas that Mercury and Sag is all about and add a little bit of realistic expectations to what it is that's actually achievable. Again, we talk about this when we move into Capricorn season, but of course, Saturn rules over Capricorn energy. So we're getting a little bit of a taste, a little bit of a flair on what we can expect there. Taking these big, great, grand ideas and actually grounding them out to see what is achievable or not. And how we can be like mentally aligning, mentally preparing for the moves that we know that we are going to have to make. This is a, a good time for us to get a little bit more, I'm going to say structured in our thoughts, more disciplined in our thoughts, more tunnel vision with what it is that we have to focus on. If we actually stand a chance in hell of bringing some of these big dreams, these big visions, these big goals into our actual reality.